Hey everybody, a quick programming note for you. The show you're about to hear was recorded last week, one day before the tragic events unfolded in Paris. The significance of this is that our co-host and good friend Alex is originally from Paris and his family still lives there. The good news is they're all safe. On behalf of all of us here at White Roof Radio, we would like to send out our thoughts and prayers to everyone affected by this tragedy. Listening to the world famous White Roof Radio with cast number 574 for Monday, November 16th, 2015. Tonight brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style, it's OutMotoring.com. Everybody, it's DB in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the world famous White Roof Radio. Uh, talking about BMWs for you on a Monday night, like we like to do. Wait. <laughs> well, we kind of technically are because Minis are BMWs. I told BMWs. you guys about this last week. Yeah, Minis are BMWs. Yeah, we well, um, well, we also got a, we got a couple listener questions. Yes. BMWs. We're going to talk about those before we actually hit news because we keep forgetting these questions. We're going to switch uh, it up. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about gin, uh, Todd's current gin situation. He's almost out. <laughs> you guys all know that's not true that's impossible no, of course that's impossible that's, because the, the that's a complete fabrication now there's a yeah. pi- they've, they've basically installed you know when google fiber came in they also installed a pipeline and it's gin it's like a giant you know you just have like gin at your kitchen like sink. The, the water line is like a six inch line the gin line is like full 10 inches well all he has to do is text upstairs and his lady friend brings him down another one. Oh, <laughs> she laughs how does gin on tap at his house <laughs> i need a butler that's what i need i need a, Dude, you don't just need a, a gin butler no, no i, I bartender put my foot down right there you do not need slash do not get a butler personal. james delivers a new gin and tonic. google can i get a bar can i get a personal bartender is that a job uh, you know what i could just always put out with a, the right amount of line i, I could just you. put out a job description and hire somebody that's what i'm doing no, right now you, cannot. you know what slack is creating a, a new integrations pretty much every other week so i'm sure you can come up with a gin integration so, in there. yes one of those yes. little honda robots an Asimo must, must be able to cut vinyl <laughs> and make a good gin and tonic. I could just get an Asimo, right? You can get an Asimo. I'll let you get an Asimo. You cannot get like a guy. You cannot hire a person who's one of that person's main jobs is to bring you gin. How on about a man. second dog or a Saint Bernard? I could just put like a, I could put one of those barrels around Zoe's yes. neck and just yes. say if, if he That's doesn't have to mix it, then you're fine. The, the sad thing is there will never be enough gin, anyways. <laughs> you need to put a the little barrel under Zoe's neck. That would be awesome. I'm so. That's what you need to do. I'm doing that for Christmas. <laughs> I'm, I'm posting a picture. Just wait. That should be for Halloween. <laughs> no, that should be for every day. Oh, gosh. Uh, that would be hilarious. So we can talk about that tonight, but we're not. We're going to, like we mentioned last week, we're actually going to talk. We had a couple listeners write in um, about switching to or switching from a JCW and a BMW 135. 
It's an interesting collision of uh, questions from two different Exactly. People. So we're going to get to that. Um, we're also going to talk about uh, news, a little bit of news from wonderfile.com. And what else we have to come up with, like we always do. The Department of Corrections, I was corrected this week that I said last week, if you had budgeted $23,000, you couldn't buy a Mini. And somebody goes, I bought a Mini for twenty three, a new F56 for $23,000, which I, I fully understand now that is technically possible. There's literally going to be not a single option on that car. Yeah, you yes. don't want to do that. For $23,000. Yeah, I totally called out on uh, on the Facebook page. Yeah. That was, hold on, who was that? I'll tell you who it was. The, that was RJ. Our man, RJ Miller, left a comment. Said, Todd, bullshit. <laughs> it's right there. It's on. It's at facebook.com forward slash why you're afraid to go over and check it out. RJ said bullshit. Actually, he didn't. He's a nice guy, so he probably wouldn't curse on the internet. Um, but there it is. Yep. Also on the White Radio Facebook page, you might have missed the Detroit-tuned seatbelt wallet. Honestly, why is this not in my life now, Chad? I need one of those. I just got one yesterday and transferred all of my things from my houndstooth to my army green, and uh, it's love and life right now. So. I can, that I looks can, hot. I need one of those. I could use one of those. I might need one. Of those Are you talking Christmas. about like a seatbelt? Alex, I want to say you just need to get on Facebook. Oh, my God. Seatbelt wallet. Hey, yeah, we actually have a couple of new ones coming that? in. Mr. Technology in, uh, has no yeah, idea what's going on in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a really nice cream and black coming in. Yeah. And the other thing that I'm sure you guys might have seen, I'm not really sure, but this was a shirt that was uh, brought to me, uh, brought to my attention earlier this week. And I, of course, I purchased it. And it is the shirt that is the an- anatomy of the mullet. It's too bad it was like the late Chevy. I know it was an uh, 80s. It's a picture of an El Camino. You know, El Camino yeah. business in the front, party in the back. I wish it would have been like maybe even an early 70s El Camino. But they made the shirt based on like an 85, which is just sad. But still, it's awesome because it's an El Camino and I have it. I ordered that shirt and I'll get it in a couple weeks. I'll make sure I share a picture on the What You're Afraid of Instagram. Awesome. I like El Caminos. We know this about DB because he's weird. Oh, and here also from the Department of, of Corrections. No. You know, we missed last week was the show, and we heard from oh. uh, eight bajillion people. We heard from all of you guys. Thank you very much, by the way. That uh, that we missed the anniversary of the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. And, of course, just as a little, you know, history of White Roof Radio, it goes back to our very first year, 2005. Um, we were recording the show, and DB, you need to put a link in the show notes to this. Have to find the show. Gabe Bridger, who's from Chicago, who lives on Lake Michigan, right? Yep. We were talking about the that was the, we were recording on the day on November tenth, on the day that the Edmund Fitzgerald wrecked, right? And Gabe was like, "I've never heard that song," and it turned into one of the funniest bits we've ever done on White Roof Radio. I think I heard that show. I was gonna say, I live in Michigan. I don't think I could ever not know about that day. I know. Yep. And so Gabe was like, "Yes," but I heard the song because they played. There's like a radio station in Chicago that plays it 24 hours a day on the the 10th of November. So, anyway, this is a big shout out. You know, that, that was a uh, Wolfcast number 21, I believe. We were just kids, so like, uh, forgive the uh, the the technology of it because it sounds kind of scratchy. It's like, yeah, listen, honestly, listen. that was a uh, Wolfcast twenty one. I'm just gonna double check that. I mean, if we're ta- still talking about corrections, like we also didn't do the uh, Back to the Future, you know, day thing. Uh, that wasn't part. That was that's not part of the show. Yeah, it doesn't matter because um, you yes. know the Cubs didn't win the World Series. My Kansas City Royals won the World Series. Oh my God! As I predicted the week before. Right, because I said by the time this show goes live, the Royals will be world champions, and sure enough, they were. So that's all I'm saying. 
That's why we didn't mention because Back to the Future sucks. No, it doesn't. In you com- suck. <laughs> in comparison to Star Wars and all things Star Wars, yes, nobody cares about Back to the Future. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this is so wrong. I think it was Wolfcast Twenty One. You know, yeah. you guys are anti-American, not liking Star Wars and Back to the Future. I love Star Wars. I love Star Wars and I love Back to the Future. Back to the Future is one of the best movies. I just watched the Back to the Future um, documentary on Netflix. Okay, cool. you can't cool. say I'm anti-American because I don't like Star Wars or Back to the Future. <laughs> I, I don't like how you are would you talk about Star Wars all day every day. <laughs> I don't love it's okay to love Star Wars, Alex. It's not okay to love Star Wars. Well see the problem was is Alex was born, he was he was one when Return of the Jedi came out. And D B you and I lived through all three of the original Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, saw them it was at the like a year behind in a different country. Exactly. Too, so. so we gotta give Alex a little bit of leeway there. He's we we've got you know a good fifteen years on him, yeah, true. or at least ten, you know. Yeah, that's true. I'm gonna yeah. just the guys keep talking about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I you know what I haven't seen. I haven't so many seen inappropriate comments. This is what I have not seen, and I'm waiting. Like somebody find me a Star Wars mini. Like a mini that has a complete Star Wars theme on the car. I know. Interesting to see. Larry, Larry in uh, in Vegas, his car was named Vader, and it was all black, and so that was as close as I think I've seen to a Star Wars themed mini. So I think I've seen one with the the Rebel Alliance, you know, already you know on it too, but like the big logo on it or something. Sim- like similar to the Twenty Four Hours Lemons car. Yes. Yes. So anyway. So anyway. Okay. Let's, uh, so, are we doing a show? Yeah, we're doing a show. And, All right, and so let's start off. Last week, we we alluded to this. We keep talking about it. So we had an email come in from uh, Jim who wrote in that he's currently driving a 2008 JCW convertible. Not a huge convertible guy, but he's big big fan of the JCW, right? Especially That's- that one because it was still a supercharged car. Right. So somehow we ended up with three cars, and he's seriously considering – getting a 135 IS as a replacement, not the convertible version, just the I-135 IS, to replace the JCW. And then our man Tony over on the Twitters asked if he should go from a 135 to a JCW. With He currently has a budget of 25 grand. And he actually sent us a link of the BMW they like. So, Alex. Our resident 135 owner. Our resident 135 owner. So, Alex. Alex, compare your car to a JCW. All You've right. driven the JCW at this point. Yes, I have. And he's driven the GP, which is as close as you can get to an R53 JCW. Yeah. So I've had a chance to drive, uh, I think, every generation of JCW, right? So plus I'm currently driving 135. Pretty much everybody knows this. And I'm on the market for a new car. So about uh, Jim first, uh, you know, wants to sell his R52 JCW, I would say don't. And I think I told him that uh, it's the same. I would I have the same advice for Todd. Like, don't sell the GP uh, if you can obviously afford to keep uh, to keep the car. Um, would I recommend him to switch to a 135? Yes, I mean that's you know that's a that's comfortable car. The IS is also you know very fun, uh, but it's uh, it's going to be very expensive to maintain. And, um, you know, if you cannot find a pre-certified pre-owned one, like I would not recommend buying it because, you know, I think most people owning these cars, these cars are kind of, you know, trashing them, uh, driving them really, really fast to the limit, you know, pretty much all the time. 
or tracking them, which is not also ideal, I think, if you want to buy a used car. Uh, so, you know, yeah, but like for the same budget, because I started looking online on cars.com at um, IS's, you know, uh, pre uh, certified pre-owned, it's almost the same price as a new JCW. So I would, you know, if you're still in love with Mini, and I think he, I think he is because he mentions that he would like to keep the R52 if he can, uh, I would say, you know, really, uh, if for the same budget, I'd rather have a new car than a used one, uh, honestly. Especially for BMW, it's very expensive to maintain over time. So that's that would be my recommendation to Jim. I don't know what you guys think. Okay, so you're telling Jim to go buy the new 135 and keep the JCW? No, I te- I'm telling Jim to, for the same budget, instead of buying a 135 IS, go buy a new JCW or oh. a new Cooper S. Oh, and then have two JCWs. Yeah. But see... Then his uh, lady friend slash significant other, I don't know, I didn't read into here, is probably going to have the same problem I did. It's like, no, you can't have two JCWs. You can't have two performance cars. Mm-hmm. And and my response to that is, why? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> exactly. You can have as many JCWs as you want. You know, that's my that's kind of where I stand. But, you know, <laughs> I'm a dude. That's that's what dudes do is we just collect things. And so, But, Alex, what if you had to actually pick one? Like, Frills, you had to actually go, oh. You had to like stress and strain and fuss and fight and, and go back and forth and write down lists of reasons why and leave reasons why not. If you had to actually pick one. Yeah, I would go for the for yeah. Which one you get? JCW. Yeah, I would go the, for the new JCW for the budget that he wants to spend because again, I, I don't know, maybe I'm um, I have the wrong assumption, right? But looking on cars.com Mm-hmm. For the certified price. pre-owned 135 is is to is close to the price uh, 135 is sorry because that's a special edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know the same price as a new JC F56 JCW. I would oh. get a new car, no oh, car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay. No words of warranty. Plus I have the service. Plus it's new. Plus I you know I know who owned it. It's me. So you know that's. I, I like the way you think. Yeah. I, okay. I mean that's straight from somebody who's uh, uh, driven a 135 for right. what the last two and a half three years. Yeah, so yeah. you yeah. pick a used, uh, you'd pick a new F56 JCW or a used i35. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Now, what about now? Our man Tony, he sent over a really fine-looking JCW car. There's a link in the show, in the rundown. Um, he found at Cars.com. This is months ago. I'm sure he's already figured something. Out. I think he actually bought the car. I'm not sure, but this is a really nice-looking. 2013 JCW BRG white, so that means it's really fancy already. It's got all the things JCW body kit and all that. Kind of looks like your car, but an S. Looks like my car except an S. This one's like it's got 25. had 25,000 miles on the clock, and 23,790. That versus an i35. What would you do, Alex? So, so it's actually my bad. So this one is actually a link that I found online because I did a little bit of research for Tony, right? And I wanted to have a basis for comparison. So you're right. Like he currently Tony totally owns- should have like went to Mini of Mount Laurel and bought this one and drove it home. That would have been an epic road trip. Because <laughs> yeah, we love exactly. the, we love those guys in New, in New Jersey. Um, and so so Tony owns a 135, right? And he asks us the question: I want to should I go for a JCW? I have a budget of 25k. So at this at this at this budget, we're looking at at a pre-owned you know R56 uh, JCW. And so this is what I found online for that budget, and I think it looks pretty cool. As you said, you know, DB screen, white roof. It's got, the GCW, it's got the GCW spoke wheels on it already, which look really yeah. badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I would buy that car. And yeah, I totally recommend that car, yeah. Yeah, and it's a second-generation JCW on the R56, mm-hmm. so you're going to get a lot of improvements and reliability fact features over the first-gen 
R fifty six J It's the la- it's the latest one too. It was a two thousand thirteen, so everything was kind of dialed in. That's a good car. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and this is something I can actually attest to, right? Because my the one thirty five that I drive is a is a post LCI, and those cars are really robust. I mean, you know, the abuse that I'm getting here in Boston because of the roads and the snow and all of this, it's three years in. No squeaks, no rattle, no nothing. I mean, it's rock solid, and and the minis are the same. Pre post LCI minis are really, really well well built. Yes, and uh, LCI for that generation car, the R fifty six, happened in late two thousand ten, early two thousand eleven. Is that right? Two thousand eleven, yeah. Yeah, it happened in two thousand the two thousand eleven model year. So yeah, and they fixed all the things. They fixed a, a lot of the issues with the turbo and the carbon buildup and a lot of things. Well, and the Cooper S went uh, Vanos. It went the uh, um, variable valve timing, yep. which the Cooper had the, from from the beginning of the R fifty six generation. So right. that's why this engine is slightly better because the two thousand thirteen had. Well, that. and the JCW this is just punched up a little bit more. I've actually been given permission to if I wanted to buy an R fifty six S. So if I bought a second gen R fifty six JCW, I'm allowed to buy that car. This car, yep, the two thousand thirteen. That is a great car. I mean, and I only drive twenty miles twenty miles an hour for twenty miles a day, but this car is like, is gonna just win hands down in reliability. That's just sad, DB. That's that's like having a thoroughbred, you know, pulling your milk <sighs> truck. Oh, I know. I'm right. not saying I'm going to buy a JCW to drive back and forth to work every day because really that's just waste. And speaking of how you drive, like I want every, here's an update. This is just a quick update for everybody. Your uh, automatic score. I think I have a record this week. Um, my automatic score was 10. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, week. my automatic score, I'm looking at it right now. I have to post a pic. I'll send you guys a picture. Dude, you're going to have to post a screenshot. You, you won't believe me. It is 10. Okay, I need to get back on the game because I can't <laughs> let this go. It's because not- so this my, is bad. This is this my means my worst week was a twenty-eight. This means I am the bottom one percent of all automatic drivers. So is what proud this is. of yourself. The bottom one percent. I drive my like my worst was the week of October fifth. Is that when I drove to San Diego? Because I spent a lot of time over seventy miles an hour. No, this is just a, a bad week. I only no, I had, I've got air conditioning on my side. Um, my, my worst score was a twenty-eight. But I normally rock about a 50. Well, then I had some... Oh, nope, sorry. 23 was my worst. And that was the week of July 13th. That was a bad Kids, week. don't do this at home. Oh. <laughs> Dude, how'd you get an 11? Oh. I have 10. I'm... I'm, I'm, uh, I'm you drove at 100 miles an hour for one minute and then... Every, off. Everywhere you go at 100 miles an hour, full throttle, full <laughs> brakes, like you're, like you're in a race. It's really not that bad. I don't think I could score that low if I was out at a track day. <laughs> I did it, and I'm I'm putting it in the Slack channel so you guys can see it. <laughs> I'm putting that on Twitter. So uh, one last thing for Tony, I would uh, recommend also you go for a uh, certified pre-owned. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. go CPO, yeah. if at all possible. Which means you're going to want to buy you're going to buy it from a dealer. So yeah. and you're going to pay more, but you get usually extended warranty. You the service you get service on that car. You know that it's already going to be legit because the the certified mechanics have already gone through it. Yeah. tooth comb they've already done the research on the VIN and they've sorted any issues out that were wrong with this particular car before they put it out on the lot and I'll, I'll tell you all that uh, 90% of the cars are wholesaled and only like 10% of the cars are actually held back so if, if the dealer's like you know what we can go ahead and we can certify this car that means that car is actually pretty good yeah exactly so that's what I would do yep. anyway um, you know, there's a good chance that that Slack noise ends up in the show. So don't do, don't quit posting the Slack. Yeah. 
It's not coming from me. It's coming from you guys. No way, dude. You uploaded an image to Slack for iOS, and the it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. <laughs> screenshot's like all red. It's Alex. Oh my god. Oh. That's awesome. Come on. Mine's on mute. You got a 10. Oh my god. Oh, that's funny. So we've been playing this game with automatic, and we told you guys about this automatic devices. Uh, Alex tried out the first generation one and wasn't that impressed. Second generation one came along. I needed something to read the ODB port. So I go, well, you know how I'll try this thing. Why not? It looks like it could be kind of fun. And I put it in my car, and it's been really, and it's just been just something that I keep an eye on. It tells me when I when the check engine light comes on, tells me what the code is, and it's always the same code, and it tells me when I'm how much gas I've gotten, and, and it yells at me when I go over seventy miles an hour. And then Todd, Todd picked one up, and then oh, and now it's just out of control. I'm still getting twenty five point eight miles to the gallon, and uh, and got a score of ten though, because you notice I had. 37 hard accelerations or what was it 37 hard brakes and 30 hard accelerations because i i use my brakes <laughs> mine doesn't even look like that your slack looks completely different than mine or your um your automatic looks different yeah i think todd did all of this in his garage <laughs> <laughs> 10 feet at a time no oh, you, you can oh, you, you, you can actually look well you can tell because uh it says 115 miles so no I'm in the bottom 20% of all of all automatic drivers with a score of 50. I don't think I can get much lower than the bottom 1%. I know I can't get lower than a 50 because I've spent I had 27 hard brakes. I drive in bumper to bumper bumper to bumper traffic every day. But you can't have hard accelerations like me. 3 minutes over 70 miles an hour and 25 hard excels. And see, that's Is this a iPhone only thing because I should totally get this? No, it's no, strange. Chad. You can get it. You can. Uh, they have a an Android app. So basically, if you look for it, it's a it's a thing that plugs into your ODB port. It's called right. Automatic. And what's interesting is when this first came out, they used Mini Coopers to advertise. Like uh, they showed it in a Mini, and that was a big deal in the Mini community. And everybody's like, "Oh, this yeah, is so in fact, cool." There's the the header image on their website still features a Mini Cooper. Right, and you should put a link in the show notes. It's really cool. It's a fun thing. It tells you your gas mileage. It tells you you know what kind of I, know, I use air quotes here. What kind of driver you are, um, and tracks your trips. It's it's very cool. It's a it's a very interesting little app. It's not very expensive for this for this little deal. They've got it for Android for iPhone. So, um, and the newer cars, it'll tell you your fuel level. It won't in my car. It doesn't do it in my, in my generation, but I believe the newer minis, like you can look, just open up, like you're inside and you're going, do I need to get gas tomorrow? You can open up the automatic app and it'll tell you what your fuel level is in your car. So it does a lot of cool things. It's yeah. And there's some things you can do it. It connects to the nerd machine, uh, ifttt.com yep. as well. And it does some things like you can set it to trigger like your garage door opener, a bunch of other stuff if you want to, or post on Twitter or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so I think we do recommend it. But once Alex gets his plugged in again, we'll start having contests to see who is the best and who's the worst. Uh, I guarantee you that with my CVT, I'll probably get, be getting like a two. No, I don't know. Right. I challenge you, Chad, to beat 10. That is my challenge for anybody that goes out there is beat my score of 10. Yeah, send us, I, send I us actually just downloaded Twitter. it right now. So Yeah, send us your screenshots. Um, on Twitter at what, Roof Radio. Yep. Yeah, at Wire Radio on the Twitter. I think maybe at the end of the year we'll have a, a prize for whoever get whoever beats my score of ten, and that won't be that hard to do. I mean, dude, yeah, that's gonna be super hard to beat ten. And <laughs> when Todd says ten, he doesn't mean higher. That's easy. Anybody He's lower, can higher than a ten. We need a lower. Let's see if somebody can get lower than a ten. Single and digits. Not only get lower than a ten, but you have to do it without wearing a helmet. <laughs> I was going to say no track days. <laughs> yeah, no streets. track days involved. That's driving on the street. 
and no motoring awards. Yeah, no, I don't have I don't have any tickets on this, so that's good. Yeah, amazing. I don't know how you manage that. Oh, maybe he because you're the guy that puts stickers on all the cop cars in town. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what? Exactly yeah. what? What? Yeah. Uh huh. I have people, man. I have. I tell everybody, I have people. Don't worry. Just whatever. Um. I want to take a quick break for a second. I want to remind you guys about one of the fine sponsors here under the white roof. Our friends over at uh, outmotoring.com. I've told you guys this before. Remember, though, the Mini Cooper parts superstore. Anything Mini related, doesn't matter what, including replacement parts. I've told you guys this before. You guys know that Outmotoring has all the replacement parts that you need, like the real live authorized Mini Cooper parts. They have them for your car, for you DIY guys. And they have almost every DIY part, every, uh, Every part that you want. I mean, headlight bulbs and all that stuff, sure. But let me see here. How about a belt tensioner assembly? Uh, replacement logo emblems. Those are always super handy to have around when you want to need to swap them out or yours get all gunky from the chemicals that you use to clean your car. Uh, replacement mirror caps in primer. Tail light trim pieces. Um, there's mechanical stuff too. There's it's like all the things. Like I like I like to say, as Todd likes to point out, that I like to say they have all the things for your mini replacement lug bolts. Outmotoring.com. All the stuff that you need to do anything to your car. You want to make it go fast. You want to make it look cool. You want the interior better. You just want to fix it. Check outmotoring.com first. And you're going to get the same price or better than you get from the parts desk, which is also super nice. And if you don't want to support your parts desk because you hate your dealer now because they've switched to some big conglomerate that only cares about selling cars and don't care about helping their customers, then you definitely want to go over to outmotoring.com. When you're there... I want you to make sure, don't forget to sign up for the email newsletter. When you do, you'll get an email uh, every month, and that email will contain your own 5% discount coupon. Super duper awesome. So when you do go to buy replacement parts, stuff for an oil change, for example, you punch in your code, saves 5%. Simple, simple, easy peasy. Just do it. Go now. And that is, of course, over at Outmotoring. Outmotoring Outmotoring.com. Mini performance, speed and style, or speed and, you know, replacement wheel load bolts. That's Outmotoring.com. Let's do some news. Maestro, if you please. Oh. All right. We click over to motoringfile.com. There's actually some uh, good news this week, uh, but not really good news. Uh, you know what I want to start with? Um, and only because I only want to start with this because I really like the headline. Yeah. And as soon as I could find it, and that was the Jalopnik boys laughing about the carbon edition. Where did that go? It's at the bottom of the other news uh, section. Yeah, okay. I, I liked it. I, I only liked it because um, I liked the <laughs> I liked what they said, what their headline was. <laughs> their headline is, Mini tries to get us to like the five-door Cooper S with a carbon edition. And I just thought that was funny. <laughs> it's it's because, even funnier because like, when you look at the sales, it's actually doing really, really well. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah. We make fun of Jalopnik because Jalopnik is the biggest group, except for Patrick George. Jalopnik is the biggest group of Mini haters on the planet. None of those guys, except for Patrick George, like the Mini Cooper. None of them like the Mini. So it's always funny whenever they get a chance to pick on the Mini when they do, and they usually do a funny job with it. So yeah, we try not to hate them for and it. I'm not a big fan of the of the four door slash five door Mini mm, because neither. I hit my freaking head every time I try and get in the car. But yeah, you but know, the, at it, least the carbon edition, they're they're doing something to make it cool. Yeah, so, but if that's what you need, I mean, that's a nice car. 
yeah, for that it is. addition. It's good, it's, you know, if if you're looking for that particular model, like it is. You know, I'm not, you know, that guy that needs a four door, but like when you're looking at it, like you know what, that's a good looking car. I mean, it's, and got, it's got the JC. It's, it's got our favorite JCW exhaust on it. So yeah, if you if you need four doors, please please buy this car. And you know what? You're probably not going to get it because only one per dealer is going to be available. There's 150 yeah, of these in the U.S., so you're probably screwed already. Um, so uh, hey, like send us a send us a note when you get yours. They're being built right now. You know, thinking about this exhaust, I'm wondering if uh, you know we because of the fact that we know now for you know for a fact that it sells really really well. I wonder if Mini is going to do one for the uh, for their for the Cooper. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's sad but i you know i would totally get one if i had a cooper well unfortunately their track record for coopers with performance stuff and they tried something really early on for the r50s and it just didn't take off and they've never really made anything else for any of the other coopers because the performance gains just weren't there like they are on the s yeah. yeah, but then but the new Cooper is turbocharged, and I think you could do a lot with that with with programming, which is oh, what they, I agree. I which agree. is what they Definitely. do with the exhaust here. The exhaust isn't what's giving you 15 horsepower on this car. It's, it's uh, programming. Yeah, it's it's programming the the ECU that kind of ekes a little bit more, because we all know that the three cylinder engine that's in the Cooper BMW has released the numbers. They've gotten what uh, 230 horsepower out of this engine. I think more like 250. 250, yeah, in, 250 in the uh, in the i8 it's the uh, it's the gasoline powered engine in the i8 the the same the same block yeah. anyway but so. nobody wants to be able to be like well i bought the cooper and i've got you know 200 horsepower and then well the other guy bought the cooper s and he always has 189 or something like that you know well and we all know that that bmw we talked about this last week thanks pedro for the uh for the uh, uh dyno charts um that you sent in that are pretty incredible for the the Cooper, the new Cooper S, the JCW, and the upgraded JCW, so we've got links to those in last week's show notes. Go over to our friend uh, Pedro's site, MotoringFun.com, and check them out. Yes, definitely do that. Moving on, uh, this is actually kind of a big deal. I know a lot of you guys are going to be super excited about this, uh, but uh, Mini is going to introduce an all-wheel drive Clubman. <sighs> I'm, I'm I'm excited. I huh? yeah seriously no I, I we are as like we've been known to be stick shift snobs on the show yeah. and I think even more than that we are all wheel drive snobs because other than Chad and maybe myself although Alex two wheel drive Alex I, got the majority of the snow last winter living in Boston area right um so he's the one that should be Mr. All Wheel Drive all the time but still you're not right no, I'm not because I think if you have a good set of winter tires, you're set. And and you know, we, you guys talked about this many times on the show. You know, with Audi Quattro putting put, putting this thing on every single car that they can they can they can do. Uh, you know, it's become a, like a trend. Like you know, BMW, Mercedes is doing it. Armini is doing it. Um, and honestly, I you know I I think you know a good set of winter tires is fine. Plus, you know, most of those people, honestly. Most of the people get talked into buying winter tires on top of their whole wheel drive system. Well, and I think you need They're that too. Friends or whatever. I think but you need that even also. Yeah. It doesn't matter what yeah. kind of car you have. You're going to need winter tires. So our point is save the money on the R wheel drive system, which on this, what we're told, is going to be about $1,500 more. But here's the really interesting part is the information that we've seen so far is that it will be available on both the Cooper and the Cooper S, right? 
Yep. That's what kind of blows your mind because they did not do that with the Countryman in the Paceman. You could only get. I don't get know if I'd want a Cooper with all-wheel drive. I don't know. Uh, Alex drove it, and and here's the thing about this: as much as we slam the all-wheel drives, this one is only adding about what 130, 140 pounds to the car. So it is uh, a much. It's a big advancement in technology. It's not adding a lot of weight to it, and the science behind how it applies the torque to the rear wheels. Is pretty amazing and it's you know kind of new mind-blowing technology so you know i i understand that but if it's not really great we all know no matter what kind of all-wheel drive car you have you're going to go through tires probably a little bit faster um <laughs> that's just the yeah. nature of it because you're spinning all four wheels yeah I'm, so, I'm still like thinking about like being able to drift this car and like really take it out and you know give it the beans push it hard yeah, yeah, pushing it hard, totally like you know, really having fun with it. Because I'm I'm totally in agreement with with Alex that, that's like you know if you put some snow tires on one of these cars, all wheel drive or not, it's going to make a huge difference. Yep. But you know, still seeing one of these in an all wheel drive version that I could actually buy, that really excites me a lot more than a Countryman that well, I could and, buy with an all-wheel drive car. And you know what it's going to do in, in in the long run is because they're going to have a JCW version of it, an all-wheel drive JCW version. Then you start getting all the Subaru fans, yeah. you know, over look, taking a look at it and going, well, hey, because in my opinion, Subarus are some of the ugliest cars on the road. I know, send the letters, Todd at WhiteRoofRadio.com. If you own send a Subaru. Send us also. I agree with yeah, that. I, yeah, I don't like the look of Subarus. And if you want an all-wheel drive car that's performance is... And the Subarus are really heavy, too. I mean, yeah, there's 400 horsepower. They're ridiculous all-wheel drive. They're great cars. They sound like fart cannons. I mean, I think Subarus sound really cheap. Uh, but they all sound the same. <laughs> but what, what I'm saying is that once you get the all-wheel drive version of a JCW in this, and it's going to be a tweaked version, and so far as we know, it may be a little more horsepower still yet. So we're talking... You know, maybe 250 horsepower in an all-wheel drive version of this, you really start to appeal to those people in the GTI, Subaru kind of uh, crowd. Don't yeah. you think it's a little bit heavy? Like, I'm, you know, it's, I'm not sure if it's clear from Gabe's article. I, I don't know if the, uh, the all-wheel drive system will be standard on the JCW Clement, but no. you get a bigger, car, a bigger car, a longer car with the same output as the F56 JCW uh, and heavier. Like, it's... Uh, I don't know. I, you know, a lot of people are expecting the the bump in in BHP, but I don't think they're gonna do it. So it's a heavier car. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know. It's gonna I, be well. It'll probably be just like it, it always has been with Mini and All Wheel Drive. It's not so much there for performance. It's there for safety and increased uh, traction in poor weather. Yeah. But I think from a marketing standpoint, they're gonna have to go at, and it's the same way with the Subarus. But Subaru is a performance car. I mean, it's a rally car. It's got a rally history. Mini has no history of all-wheel drive rallying with the exception of Dakar, which has nothing to do with the Mini other than the name. We've all talked about that many times. So from that standpoint, I think it's like a whole new generation, a whole new ballgame of, well, let's see what happens. We're we're all speculating now because this car isn't out yet. But we're talking an all-wheel drive version of this in the spring next year. You know? Yeah, that's what's really cool, and it's like, ah, oh, crap. Well, I, I would be curious to see how it sells. I want, I'd, I'd like to see it compared with the uh, the Countryman, all four versus the Countryman. Not it's gonna blow. Four. It's gonna blow it out of the water just because of technology. Oh yeah, but I mean, 
performance-wise. the only thing they've got to compare it to. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to drive – I'm sure it's going to drive better, which – That's pretty exciting. So for those of you who are looking for that functionality of a Countryman but in the form factor of the new Clubman, which we think so far looks really nice, and you want the all-wheel drive, hold out till later next year, and your wish shall be granted. Yeah, maybe even midnight. Like uh, we're thinking – this goes into production in March – and so a couple months after that, we should see it. So, you know, May, June, something like that. Yeah. Um, speaking of Dakar, the uh, the uh, All 4 Racing has set the driver lineup for Dakar. 12 minis. 12 minis. That's incredible. And that comes up in January. So it always happens about the same time the Detroit Auto Show is going. And through. the last, was it last three years, minis won the Dakar? Yep. Yes. Yeah. So minis going to go for number four. This coming January to car, so we'll be paying very close attention to that. This is really impressive. I mean, I don't know if people realize how difficult the dark car is. This is a really, really difficult race. It's probably one of the most difficult races on the planet. Right? It yeah. is. It, it is. is. The it's most very difficult, difficult race on yeah. the planet. And so this is just an achievement. I mean, you know, three years in a row, maybe four. Uh, I mean, this is really, really amazing. Yep. Yep. And it's not only the cars, let's be honest, it's also the drivers, right? But uh, yep. Yep. So it's uh, given the heritage, like coming back to that level of uh, performance, oh. I think that's great for the brand. I really think it's the, the they put together a really fine car for these guys. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we know it's not a Mini anymore, right? It's got a diesel BMW six-cylinder is what they're powering these cars on. And it's, it's a, the, the body is fiberglass of a countryman, but the frame is customized tube frame with, like I said, a BMW six-cylinder diesel, I think. Uh, this thing is as far from being a Mini as a Toyota Camry is on a NASCAR track. But that being said, they still got Mini money behind it and Mini technology and BMW technology behind this car so we can let it go. I'm excited. It should be a good time. And look for it. It's, it's fun to follow. There was, a, a, um, at least the last couple of years, there's a Dakar app. I know for the iPhone, and yeah, I'm guessing this year there's going to be an app for the Apple TV also, and you'll be able to watch some of this stuff. Yeah, nice. So. I'm I'm still waiting for them, and I don't know why they haven't put the Countryman in rally except for length. Is it still too short to rally? Is that why they don't rally the Countryman? Because you know they I mean, did somebody use the Countryman during the uh, the X Games rally. Yeah, right? no, there there have been um, there have been some W uh, WRC minis. It's just that nobody's chosen it. I mean, it's not like a car that people are that has right. enough history behind it everybody's going with subarus and citrons and you right. know all the all the euro or birds or right i guess now right. the volkswagen turbo but there's been a mini in uh wrc there's also been mini in rally cross um in the u.s which is kind of weird it's an obscure right, that's the uh, x game thing yeah it's an obscure thing but, um, but it's on x games which means it's on regular tv so yeah yeah i mean and tanner's in there racing his turbo Volkswagens yep. and posting on Twitter every 30 seconds about it with his <laughs> face all over everything and boobs and everything else. Yep. He drives me a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> Tanner and I are uh, hooked up on LinkedIn, by the way. <laughs> You're friends with Tanner <laughs> Prouse on LinkedIn. I am. I am. He, he's connected with me. Oh, wow. Okay. Did you put stripes on one of his cars? Well, it's a long story. I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> it's a long story. You grab them at CMI and say, hey, quick, take my picture. <laughs> it's like, look, we know each other. Let's get hooked up on LinkedIn, man. <laughs> Did you guys go to school together? What was it? You dated a sister. Come on. Tell us, dude. Like I said, it's a long story, but it's not very interesting. Oh, that's not cool. Yeah. Good, because he's kind of kind of a douche nozzle. Uh, anyway. It's a short show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's racing turbo VWs, which is weird. Yeah, he's always been in the Fords before. 
Yeah, now he's racing that Turbo VW. It's so strange. Probably just to get away from Ken Block. He didn't want to be. Everybody thinks he's Ken Block. Oh, look, it's Ken Block. And he probably just, that bitch has to make his blood boil every time somebody points at him and says, oh, hey, Ken Block, how you doing? Think that happens to him? And VW needs all the help they can get now with the, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. with the, with the uh, uh, PR. VW will be lucky to survive this. <laughs> yeah. They really will. It's so bad. Every day I, I read the news, it's like something that's just digging them deeper into that hole. You know, and it's either in Europe or it's here, and it's just like, oh, those poor guys. Well, speaking of Europe, we're going to do one last piece of, of news about uh, speaking of Europe and the mini convertible coming out next year. Yeah. Um, most of those are going to be uh, produced in the factory in Holland, um, in the Netherlands, that mini recently retooled about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of an interesting story that we ran across. And, you know, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when I said they're also making hardtops there. So. That's where the convertibles are going to be coming from next year. Which is really weird because you wouldn't think of driving around a convertible in Holland, really. But that's where they're being built. Oh, yeah. I think you would. I mean, it's beautiful country there. Oh, okay. So that's actually, that's actually not Mini's uh, factory, right? Like they're using a third-party manufacturer to actually build right. those cars. That's Magnastar. No, no, no. They, uh, I believe that's the old Saab factory. Uh, it, not Saab factory. that one? No, I don't, I don't think it is. It's I think it's a different one. In the Netherlands? Yeah. Okay. I think you're talking about the one in Austria. No, oh, I'm thinking of Magnastar in Austria. Yeah, yeah Magnastar is in Austria, but I'm talking about the one in the Netherlands, which was yeah. The, so the Netherlands, I think it's not. I think it's a third-party manufacturer. They used to. I think it was owned by Mitsubishi before, and then sold yes. it to Netcar, which is the uh, yes third-party manufacturer. Um, and that's very interesting because we we you know most people think in a, in a way uh, think about manufacturing, you know, car manufacturing as being solely owned by the brand that make the car. And it's not, and that's and that's even more interesting because you have you know potentially new entrants into the into the market, and people asking some questions like, well, is Apple going to build their own factories and stuff? Well, you actually don't need to own your own factory to build cars. Mini is a good example of it. Well, let's see how well they do. I mean, they did that with uh, with Magnus Tire also because that's not owned by, you know, that factory isn't owned by Mini, right? I mean, yeah, no, it's not. No, it's an independent factory, so. All right, let's finish off news from Motoring File. Uh, mini worldwide mini sales up fifteen percent for the year so far, year to date. Um, a big chunk of that coming out of the three door uh, sales of mini three door for the year have increased eight percent. Total one hundred and five thousand units delivered to customers. That's pretty incredible, considering the drop in October in the U.S. Although it's all accounting anomalies. Let's see how the year ends up. I bet we end up up for the year also, which is a good thing. Right, and um, then we can start talking now that we've had a full year of sales under our belt. You know, we've made it October to October, right? After the the EPA stoppage, so we can start looking at numbers seriously from this point on. Right, so. you're correct. Um, before we move on with the last bits of things that we have, we want to talk about is I want to remind you guys about one of the last of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. That of course our friends over at Craven Speed, CravenSpeed.com. You know, home of the electric mini. They make all the things for your mini that's really cool. They make it out of aluminum. They use computers. They use robots. High-tech facility. Clean rooms. Well, they don't have clean rooms, but that would be really cool. Kellen, get on that. But they make all the really cool stuff that you want for your car. I saw a thread going around over on Facebook uh, for the Arizona Mini Club. And somebody was asking about a replacement dipstick. And everybody says, I, don't, I need a replacement dipstick, but I don't want to pay for the Craven one. And everybody still said, get the Craven one. <laughs> it's expensive for a reason, guys. Honestly, it's a dipstick you can read and it doesn't break. It's a it's a highly refined piece of equipment for your automobile. You definitely want that. Uh, you might want performance springs. 
Craven's Speed's got you there. F56 intake, done and done. And of course, your your mini is not complete unless you have the FlexPod adapter. You just need to go over and get one of those and just install it now. And you're, you will forever change your life. For your giant ass Galaxy or iPhone Plus phone. iPhone 6S Plus holds mine perfect, baby. I love my FlexPod adapter. You will too. You should have one. Go over and get it. Once you're over at the website, also I want you to make sure you sign up for the email newsletter. There's a link at the bottom of the page. As soon as you do that, anytime there's a change to the site, new product introduced, something like that, you'll get a nice email from Craven Speed saying, hey, check it out. We got this new thing. You're going to think, we think you're going to really check, think it's cool. You should come check it out. It's awesome. And then, of course, if you place an order, we really like it. If you could leave a comment on the order form, it says, hey, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they. They, of course, being our friends over at Cravenspeed. Cravenspeed.com, home of the electric mini. <sighs> Fellas. Did you, yes. did you see the sign that the, the people in Utah are posting? Get your head That's out of your a great eyes. sign. That's it. Actually, some really clever signs. I'm going to post links to all these stories. This one turned up in my in my internet, um, but they're putting up uh, they're putting up signs on the you know the overhead signs on the freeways, right? The, DO, the DOT signs, yeah, yeah. They're the really... DOT signs. Uh, this one says, "Get your head out of your apps," <laughs> which is a play on words, right? Kudos to the Mormons in Utah for Mormons sense of, are, the Mormons for are sense of humor. <laughs> But they are so right. Like every morning when I right. drive to work, I see people, you know, looking at their phones all the time. This is this is really scary. I mean, this is out of control, and I honestly hope that we are we are preaching to the choir here, and that all of you good and proper Mini Cooper owners do not handle your telephones while you're behind the wheel of your Mini Cooper. I don't just look at other cars on the road anymore. I seriously look at the driver. Me like, too. I've gone from. You know, growing up your whole life, you want to pay attention to other cars and kind of gauge what they're doing and the speed they're right. going, where they're going. Now, no, you have to look in at the actual driver and see, are they paying attention? Do they have their phone in front of their face? Are they talking on their phone? All right. of those things are annoying as crap when I yeah. see happening because, you know, I see somebody weaving in front of me in the lane and I go, yep, they got to be on their phone. And it's either that or, no offense, it's a girl fixing her hair or something like that or a guy eating his lunch there's there's so many things oh i never see to. that it's always somebody looking at their phone talking on their phone doing something with their or phone or i i call it crotch watching because they try yeah. and do it subtly because many states now in fact las vegas just passed a law in the area you can even you they can't even see you holding a phone in your hand while you're driving if they yeah, it's do and it's a first offense which means that if you're seen like, with your phone in your hand while you're driving you they can pull you over for that yeah they can pull you over and it's like a, your first offense is 50 bucks and then the second one's like 250 it just goes incredible after that it lets it gives them an excuse to pull you over so if there's something else yeah. wrong like you have a cracked windshield yeah or your tags are expired or your windows are too darkly tinted or 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 all these other things that they can't pull you over for just because that's what's wrong they're going to get you for it when they're they still, pull you over for holding your phone. There's still the uh, the out for this because if it's if you're holding your phone in your hand and you're making an emergency call, like that that's the exemption and I'm I'm sure there's people going to push this in court. Uh, you that. know there's no exemption as I said this on Facebook a couple of the last week or the week before is if if you need if you're important enough to need to make a phone call while you're driving in your car, pull over. you, pull. you can't afford a driver. Yeah. Or there just you. pull over. Or just yep. pull over. Just pull over. Get a driver yeah. or pull over. Honestly. Yes. Yeah, there's no reason. There's no reason ever to take a call while you're behind the wheel of a car. No reason to answer a text 
ever yeah. walked and it, behind the wheel of a car. The recent, ever. Yeah, there was a recent study that was... There is nothing that can't wait five minutes, and you are never more than five minutes away from being able to pull over to look at or use your phone while you're in your car. Yeah, even never. Hands, even hands-free, the study was done about 30 or 60 days ago that came out that said, even hands-free, you're distracted enough to... Drive like someone with a you know point one blood alcohol level, right? Because you're distracted enough to that, and your reaction times are slower. And I'm sure there's going to be an exception to the rule that some people can do it and do it with high functionality. Some, but some people know. can drive with the hands free, and that's fine. Just don't even try it. Just but, don't even bother. But if you're the one that's putting it to your phone, or if you're if you're getting text messages, if you're actually trying to send text message while you drive your car uh, next time i see you do it i swear to god i'm gonna punch you in the face so yes. hard your children hear it for five generations you're it, killing people on the road oh, you're yeah. swerving into my lane you're hurting my friends yeah so you, so you got that going for you traffic yeah. and you've really pissed me off yep that's bad yep that's right but these signs in utah are pretty awesome steering wheel not a hands-free device <laughs> 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 work don't work zone safety. We don't speed through your office. The one that I prefer oh, the most. Texting can wait. Yeah, the one that I prefer the most about turn signals because I see this like all the time in Boston. Signal, all the time, signal. everywhere. Yeah. Nobody uses tech. Nobody uses their signals. Um, the seatbelt looks good on you, huh? That's a good one, right? Yeah. And then finally, the Columbus Day one. It's Columbus Day. Discover your turn signal. <laughs> that would be fun. The original instant message. The That's, original instant message. I don't know who does this at the uh, UH DOT, but at the Utah DOT, but uh, that person needs to be hired like across every state in the U.S. <laughs> I, I'm sure they have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it was funny. <laughs> um, that one was funny. And then the other thing that I really like that Alex managed to find for us this week that is pretty cool, and, and we've seen this in Japan before, but I guess in... Um, if the link the link won't open, my my internet's going out apparently. But uh, in Nashville, somebody's actually cr- constructed a five-story vending machine for cars. That's just wrong. No, it's cool. It's a park. It's a parking garage. What? How, how do you get the quarters in there? I was gonna say your American Express black card. You know, you can buy a car in this <laughs> in the vending machine. I would like that uh, that Maserati. Put your black no, card they, they probably—I don't know—the Verge is an opening for me. Oh, you know, I put ad blockers on my computer, so every web page actually takes longer to open now because of all the ad blockers. Right. Yeah, you know, they have an actual uh, mini coupe in the in the in one of the pictures. That's pretty cool. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. No, for real. Oh, I didn't realize that this was actually like a like a car vending machine. Like you actually use it to buy cars. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's what I said. Oh, that's really <laughs> awesome. So it's got a coin slot there. I, I know all the dealers around here right now have the uh, the text to your car and we'll send you what we have on the lot so you can get it via text. That's like, are you that lazy? You need to get a car text to you. I mean, just yeah. go to the lot and buy it. But they're trying to they're trying to meet the uh, the need of uh, the younger generation, right? That, that, that I, I suppose, but everything digitally. Uh, I couldn't even imagine buying a car off the lot. No, I wouldn't either. But there's yeah. no car on any lot ever anywhere that has exactly what I want in the color <laughs> I want with the options I want. Nowhere. But you, you, we're not the only ones. We're only ten percent of the 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 buyers. Right. That's it. Yeah, we've uh, talked. About that. Yeah. But this this vending machine is cool. They but there's actually parking garages in Japan where they do or Germany wasn't there one they featured it in um one of the Mission Impossible movies. I think it was uh in uh, Saudi Arabia. 
Yeah, in Saudi Arabia, where it's actually like a robot, and you park your car in this basically in a vending machine, okay. and it gives you a number, and you come back and you punch it in your code, and the robot goes and fetches your car off of its shelf and brings it up and pulls it out. Talking about cars being, uh, you know, lifted uh, in buildings. Have you guys heard about this Porsche, Porsche building in Miami? The dealer? No, it's so it's a it's a, it's a building. It's an actual like uh, it's a it's a residential building uh, where uh, it's only for Porsche owners. <laughs> where your car is being parked in your apartment and so like they have like this giant um you know like lift uh in the middle of the building and you get your car in there and it gets uh and it gets brought up to your apartment it's uh it's insane so it's like it's a building for douchebag orthodontists then yeah and <laughs> well i mean only billionaires have bought into this thing so i don't know i don't know if probably not old. even ortho probably not even orthodontist then they got to be like plastic yeah. surgeons yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but it's insane so it's only, only that that limits our audience i think to 3 yeah <laughs> uh, right <laughs> and that's i think that's wishful thinking on my part hoping that there's a billionaire or three out there in the white roof radio Alex <laughs> needs to lay off the uh, the Porsche searches on Google I yeah. think so yeah <laughs> honestly I love my cards but I wouldn't want to have it in my apartment like yeah. and you know and there's one more that I'm going to link up in the show notes for you guys I want you to go read it we're not going to have time to talk to it this one uh, I'm suffering from TLDR right now um, and this one's over at the back channel medium site and it's about how audit industry is not going to create the future this is definitely going to be something we're going to continue to talk about and Todd and Alex were about ready to kill each other over Slack all day today about this particular post um, and we, we've honestly we've run out of time because otherwise this could be an entire show if we just, just want to talk about it yeah. so I'm going to link this one up in the show notes we're going to call this a prereq for a future show I do want you guys to make sure you get a chance to read it it is terribly long this is very long but this is very interesting but it's, it's very interesting there's some really good stuff here all about basically the future of automotive transportation yeah, and, and where it's going and what's happening and what Senate. we can expect to see. Send us your feedback. Yeah. And we'll, feedback. we'll bring it up on the show. Yeah. We're going to talk about this another time. But I'm going to link it up. So click back over. I know you guys don't like to visit the website, but this time in particular, I want you to click back over to White Roof Radio, and I want you to find the link to this. The title is called The Auto Industry Won't Create the Future. I want you to go back. I want you to read it when you have time. Put it on your Kindle or something. I don't care. Just read it and because we are going to talk about this another day. It's just really long. Really long. And I don't want Alex and... Todd, <laughs> I I don't have I, I don't have enough beverage for that. So I had Todd's maybe right. had, I think Alex has had enough beverage for that. Time. <laughs> yeah, me too. My 2015 Palm Spring is not going to be enough. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I don't have all my statistics. I mean, I'm sure Todd would have done a better homework than I did. So uh, yes, I need to get my stats in order. Yes, cool. and we also find that JD Power study that finds millennials love renting cars. Honestly, I just don't, I don't care about millennials right now. You damn hipsters, get pants that fit <laughs> and shave. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Oh my god, I just don't have time. I can't even right now. But we're gonna be done. I think we're done. Todd, how are we doing on time? We're done. Yeah, we're. So I just. I, just, I didn't I'll, even look. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's been a good show. And Todd just goes, yeah, just wrap it up, man. We're done. Um, Before we finish up, though, I want to remind you guys, motoringstripes.com. Go over, buy all the stripes, buy all the things from Todd. Todd will make stripes for your car. You put them on, and you're all, check it out. Todd put stripes on my car. I'm toying with the idea of having a Black Friday sale. Oh, look at that. 
I would toy with the idea of putting the White Euphrates Sunroof Delete Kit on the side. Yeah, that's going to be involved with it. So. Yeah, I would. That that would be a pretty cool thing, and maybe the the F fifty six boot strip protector. Yes. That would be pretty cool to have. Um, now, all these sites, all these pieces are available now. You want to go over and you want to wire your radio center delete kit. And what that is, it's a piece of vinyl color matched to the color of your roof. Doesn't matter if you got a white roof, black roof, red roof. Uh, what's the other weird roof color? It could be body color. Silver. Todd will make a piece of vinyl Silver. that will fit over the top of your sunroof and basically delete the sunroof. Right, so your sunroof opens, you get the you get all the effects. But with the sunroof closed, it blocks out the sun. It's super awesome. Todd did it on my car. I loved it. I would not have a mini with the sunroof without the white roof radio sunroof delete kit. Period. You can get that. All you have to do is send Todd a message. He'll hook you up. Same with the F56 bumper protection strip, just like the one for the Countryman, but it's for the F56. Go over there, send Todd a message until it shows up on the site. He will hook you up with that. Use the coupon code of five zero five zero. Save five percent on your orders. And that, of course, is from motoringstripes.com because, you know, blank is boring. Boom. Boom. And watch out for a Black Friday sale. Hey, when's the American Express small business owner sale day thing? Same, when's that day? Same day. I think it's Black Friday. Is it Black Friday also? Yeah. Where you're supposed to buy local yeah, and you, buy with your American Express or something? Exactly. Use your American Express and then you get like a statement credit. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We'll uh, remind you guys about that too. Yeah. Otherwise, I think we're done for the week. Yes, we're done. That's weird. Alex, yeah. done? You sure? Usually you have like an extra thing. No, you guys talked about Star Wars or you're in the show, so I'm good. Okay, very good. Um, let's see. Let's really quick programming note. I just want to remind you guys because we're coming up on the end of the year, so weird things happen during the end of the year. Uh, as we do have the week of Thanksgiving, we will not be producing a show that week. It'll be something from the Wayback Machine or possibly another show of Christmas music, which I haven't done in a while. Uh, we also will not be working the week of Christmas or New Year's Eve. And there's a really good chance that when we do, the, we do a show on, on uh, December 9th, Alex is going to be super drunk because it's his birthday. <laughs> oh, but you know what? Free to catch up on past shows. It's his birthday, and I think I will have just come from driving the Clubman's. Oh, that's yes. right. Yes. 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 That's right. So, yeah, Todd's going to be driving the Clubman. He, Todd's actually got a ticket to the press junket this time. White Roof Radio was invited to the press junket for the Clubman. Uh, Todd will be driving that down in Georgia, I believe. Yeah, Savannah. Yes, Savannah. Yeah, so we're, we're going to have a lot of cool stuff from there. Yep. That'll be awesome. In about two weeks. Um, no, oh, in about three. Uh, sorry, about three weeks. So About three weeks from now. Perfect. Thanks, right. Mini USA, by the way. Yes. Yeah, thank you, Mini USA, for hooking us up with that. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to be done for the week. Uh, this is the part of the show where – oh, yeah, Detroit Tune, DetroitTune.com, please. And Chad, what was the special that you're offering to White Roof Radio listeners that I have been remiss in posting on the site? We are going to be offering free shipping from right about that Thanksgiving all the way through the first of the year uh, for any orders over $150. So Wow, that's pretty strong. Yep. And, and actually, I think I've made it now uh, through all of my web technical advice uh, that you don't even have to have a code. It's just going to automatically apply gonna itself. It's going to say, hey, for another $3 more in your basket, you can get free shipping. Yeah, that's pretty rad. So it's going to be uh, pretty easy. It's going to be store-wide. It's going to be no, like, oh, except for this, except for that. It doesn't matter. You spend 150 yep. to DetroitTune.com, free shipping. Yep, do it. Perfect. Do it. Just go over there. Well, wait now. Now you're going to have to wait till Black Friday. So I want you guys to go do a little bit of pre-shopping over at Outmotoring.com and buy something. You know, get something small. 
right? But just like make a wish list and then go fill it over to Detroit Tuned after Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're actually, I think it's going to be like two days before Thanksgiving. We're actually going to make it live, like to give those those people that really want to get the jump on the uh, the holiday spirit. We're gonna yes. we're gonna do it a couple of days early this year. Like so. I like it. That's really cool. Thank you, Chad. Uh, we do like we do thank Chad for that. And if you think that's cool, of course, DetroitTune.com. Buy yourself something nice, please. Yeah. Yep. But we are done. This is the part of the show where I like to make the funny clicking sound. And then I say, questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to WhiteRoofRadio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback at WhiteRoofRadio.com. Till next week, Inc. This is DB. I'm done. Cheers. See ya. A bientôt.